Hey, returning friends, and maybe you're a new friend of the show. Welcome to Jeremiah Wonders. I'm very excited to have my pal Corinne Fisher on the podcast today. Before we get into that, I just want to say thank you guys for the support. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. All that stuff helps with the algorithms and whatnot and sharing it on the socials. I appreciate you guys' support. Just leave a little comment below if you're on the YouTubes and hit that like button. Great way to support the show is head over to jeremiahwatkins.com. Maybe get yourself a Jeremiah Wonders t-shirt or a saxophone hat or maybe one of my character shirts, Feminist Stacy, Cat Burglar, Darwin. Who knows? One of those fun Milkman shirts. I don't know. I'm also on Venmo at jeremiah-watkins. If you can't do that, I appreciate you guys just being here with me every week, supporting the show, uh, liking, commenting, sharing. All that stuff helps, and I really appreciate it. We can't do the show without Better Box Studios. That's where I'm coming from every single week. And uh, Speedweed, I want to shout out to those guys. And uh, my pals over at Grayblock, uh, who uh, helped get this show originally off the ground and running. Let's get into this episode right now, right here, live from New York. It's my friend, Corinne Fisher. Oh boy, I'm very excited to have my pal Corinne Fisher on the podcast today. Welcome, Corinne Fisher, to Jeremiah Wonders. How the heck are you, pal? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I like that we pretend that we weren't just talking for like 15 minutes. That's yeah, we, my favorite we, part of the entertainment business. Isn't that great? <laughs> We've been doing like tech issues and stuff, and uh, <laughs> and I was talking as your dog for a little bit. You know what? Let's cut to a flashback of me talking <laughs> to Corinne's dog. Make a note mere of that. Mere moments right, ago. Anthony? Okay, mere moments ago. <laughs> and we're back. See, that was just some of the the gold that was happening before the official start of this podcast. Who who else knows what right. was going on? Uh, how you holding up out in uh, your New York right now, right? I'm in New York City. Yeah, uh, I'm doing. I'm great. I mean, of course, there's like moments of. A uh, psychotic outbreak, but other than that, like I was built for quarantine—just me, my dog, my coffin, my taxidermy coyote. It's weird in here. You have a taxidermy coyote. Yeah, nice. her name's Felina. Really, I have a friend named Felina, so that's actually weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell like, her she has competition, <laughs> and it's weird because she's the only Felina I've ever met in my life. So the next time I see her, I'm be like, uh, "There's somebody you else you, you need to know about." Oh my a god! Well, Felina, it's after uh, it's a, it's from a, it's inspired by a Breaking Bad episode. That's where I got it. So I mean, oh. I was, I, I'm guessing she's you know. Uh, uh, your age so I, I, i'm guessing she's not named after a breaking bad episode but no, no I'm, I'm just i'm just friends with like she's a 10. 10 year old yeah <laughs> <laughs> no biggie you know hang out with kids sometimes you know <laughs> xbox live you know we go online we we do animal crossing different things like that it's not a big deal i'm really big in the nintendo switch community <laughs> don't worry about it cool. it's not a big, not a big thing I'm, a, I'm on message boards it's too, it's really cool i don't act like i'm 12 or anything it's fine that's I mean, that would be like mo that would be most male comedians, though, if you were in the Nintendo Switch community, because like, oh, all these comedians sure. play Fortnite. And I'm like, isn't that for like seven year olds? Oh, no, it's like doggy, it's not. It's for it's for adults. <laughs> so, well, we all know who that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did there notice were there were a lot of requests for characters for you to be playing Louis J. Gomez people and me wanted to be playing me. To play me. Yeah, people wanted uh, me to play Lewis and and you to play yourself. Um, uh, how how's how's uh, oh that's so crazy! I think Lewis is actually calling into the show right now. Oh my god! And pick it up. Hey, uh, hey, what's hey, what's up, Corinne? Hey, what's up, Corinne? Hey, hey, uh, so cool. 
that actually that sounds sense. like Lewis. It's so cool to have you on Cast Digital. Like, and when you joined, we switched it to Ass Digital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a more pleasant conversation than I've ever had with Lewis on the phone. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday. I'm in a really good mood right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Happy birthday. I thought your birthday was April 1st. Uh, yeah, April Fool's got you. It's so nice to have a conversation on the phone with Lewis where there's he actually leaves room for me to talk. <laughs> he's not talking over you. <laughs> oh, he's not just screaming. He's not just yelling at me. It was an internet bit, Corinne. Your followers, you're going to think I'm a Trump supporter. I'm like, okay. <laughs> the, the, the man he's yelled at me that level like <laughs> he's yelled at me over a gif before i don't know if you've ever been yelled at over a gif from the someone man, you're like not sure if you're in friends with the man behind the curtain is like seriously corinne like like people are gonna think <laughs> bad about me okay like i don't appreciate that as and as soon as he's on the air he's like hey what's up oh he's just <laughs> oh god Lewis wow. is gonna watch this wow. clip. And he's gonna he's gonna be mad at me. He's gonna want to slap box me even more. It's it's gonna. Oh God! You know what? Um, let him. Let him. Good thing you're all the way across the the country. But although he is, he'll be the first person to get on a plane since uh, in his world, COVID isn't real. Does he say that? Oh well, I mean, he, he he's he says he'll he'll he's gonna yell at me for misquoting him. Like he thinks it's real, but he thinks we're you know overdoing it. I know some people we're, like that. We're being babies sure. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my family back in Kansas, and this is a uh, uh, a quote from my mom, is uh, I asked her because she's like, uh, she had like uh, a, a few friends over recently, like some neighbors for a birthday party for one of, uh, from one of her neighbors. I was like, mom, why, why aren't you quarantined? She goes, oh, we did that for three weeks. We're tired of that shit. <laughs> 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 and I was like, okay, cool, cool. Oh my god! I mean, especially old people shouldn't be getting together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess your mom is old, or at least older. I've got a super young mom. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Your mom's is, forty. <laughs> yeah, my mom's forty. It makes hardly any sense at all. It's like Jeremiah, aren't you in your thirties? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, things are different for me in Kansas. Okay. Oh God! <laughs> how's uh how's your family and everything doing uh uh with uh with everything? I mean, they're fine. Last time I checked, we're not a big we're not like a family oriented family. Like, I mean, I love them and we we chat a lot. And I think I had a good childhood, so like they don't we don't need to check in on each other. Like they they did their job. We don't really need to make up for it now. You know, it's almost like yeah, all right, everybody's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom reads all my tweets though, which is a problem. I don't think she's figured out Instagram story yet, which is a bonus. That's where I put all the hot content. But see, I for the longest time, my uh, mother-in-law didn't know about Instagram, and then she started following me on Instagram, and she started like I was taking videos of her mom like falling asleep and stuff uh, at oh family my God. gatherings, and I was like. And then, like, you know, the scene by, I was like, what the frick? She's watching my Instagram stories now. So now I got to be shit. I got to be more careful with some of the, uh, like, you know, making fun of my own family (laughs) and Instagram story stuff now. Yeah, Uh, I never really did that. But also my family, because they are so functional, is not 
funny. Like my dad, my, my, my mom will sometimes quote on stage because she says cunty things to me that I think are funny. And like my dad is like a peculiar kind of interesting guy. Like, a, like but, but he's the kind of guy like Steve Buscemi would do a character about. Like you don't want to make fun of him. You just want to know more. Yeah. I just want to delve into this character. Who yeah. is this man? <laughs> yeah. Dad, I'd like to do a book report on you. What do you think? <laughs> I did do a book report one time on my great grandmother uh, because just like to even have great grandparents is so unique. It is rare because I mean, my uh, a lot of my grandparents passed away. I've got like one grandma left and most of them passed away before I was 18. Yeah. Like weird. Yeah. Are you the youngest in your family or are you or middle what's- child? Okay, because I was like, I'm the old, I'm the oldest in my family, so I was the first, so that's why I got like all the grandparents. I got a great aunt, two great grandmothers, and all four grandparents. Both my dad's uh, parents are dead now, but both my mom's parents are still alive. But also, my dad's almost ten years older than my mom, so that's how my dad and mom are. They're ten years apart. Dad is ten, the elder. Yeah, yeah. Dad likes them young. (laughs) (laughs) It's been going on for centuries. (laughs) Son, if I can implement anything to you and our family, go after the younger women. <laughs> uh, my so, dad is also like six foot six and my mom is like five two. So whoa. there's also a huge height. Dis- yeah, there's height, a big height difference there. And what what's your height? Five four. Five four. Okay. So yeah, you got a little bit from dad, mainly from mom. My, yeah. Like my sister and my mom are like the exact same height. They're both like around five five. My dad's six foot and I'm six three. My brother's like six foot, six foot one. So we're all like around. Yeah. 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 My brother's like six two. Like they're both like my my dad and my brother both look like old school basketball players. Like they're very tall and lanky. And they wear well, my dad also wears two like those tube socks with the stripes on them. Oh, with jean shorts. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's good right my there. My dad, you know what? I gotta give it to my dad. He he does have a look. He's always had a look. Um, well, I've got freaking cut off jean shorts right now that I'm rocking. <laughs> oh my God. And guess what? That's very Randy. What? Very Randy. Oh, what? okay. Woo, Sexy. Getting, getting steamy out here in Los Angeles. See you oh, later, Oh, you can COVID. really take risks when you're, you're... Uh, married, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this Fashion is, risks. This is definitely a podcast studio look that I'm wearing right now. It's not a going out per se look. I mean, I mean, yeah, if you want to see my podcast look, I'm literally in my underwear. <laughs> nice. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> I love I love I haven't worn pants. I mean, the fact that I'm even wearing underwear actually is amazing. I haven't worn pants for any of these. All cuz it's not, I'm I'm like a couple pounds heavier than usual, so it's not comfortable to sit in any of my pants. I think everybody's <laughs> weight is is fluctuating so much right now like some people are getting like like ripped, and I'm like, I don't know how you're doing that. First of all, uh, yeah. And then there's some people. Well, I worked yeah. out every day. I worked out every day, but so my muscle mass is is um, incredible. But the thing about like I know how my body works so well that I can just gain a couple pounds of fat over it, enjoy my quarantine, and then I can burn the I can burn the fat, but the muscle is still lives there. Like it, it, people forget that like you can be building muscle and fat in unison. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a that's a good so, diet plan. It's like, guys, yeah, we can live in perfect harmony. You can have both yeah. with my diet plan, all right? You can build yes. the muscle. You can build the fat. Have the best of both worlds. Yep. We're doing it. Uh, so I'm very excited. I, I want to do a segment with you that I, I do on my show uh, in studio when I have uh, guests in person with me. Uh, but a lot of comedians, like I said before, mentioned before the podcast, they don't have wigs. You have wigs. Right. I'm excited to see what you have. Lots of wigs. Let's okay. do wig right now. Let's wig out. Okay. Ooh. See, I didn't know if you would look like like you look like a woman or look like an aging rock star. <laughs> I look or a like, sea creature. <laughs> I look like Malfoy's dad from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know who that character is? Yes, I actually, I, I think I actually do. I've never seen um, Harry Potter, but that's like by choice. I like to, you know. Be a contrarian, or just I to be an like, asshole. I, or like I, I look like a uh, a clean shaven Gandalf, like Gandalf the Ooh, younger years. Yes, right? yes. Wait, so who was that? Wasn't there a character that Christopher Lee played um, before he passed in one of the movies where he wears a wig like that? Christopher Lee is the actor who played Dracula, who also my brother is named after. Um, hmm, Saruman. From Lord of the Rings. Saruman. Okay. I was like, I knew it was one of the, those fantasy movies. This is, this is good. It's so yeah. weird having this much hair. Yeah. Ooh. You kind of look like the uh, the animated girl from Brave. <laughs> Cute. I like Cute. it. Hi, Maze. Yeah. Okay. So, may, yeah, maybe you sound maybe you sound something like that. Like you've got voluptuous hey. hair. Hey. Hi, I can, I'm, I'm one of those people who can, I'm so sexy, I can barely get the words out of my mouth. I always sound like I'm a little bit drunk. Hey. Or like, okay. oh, also a little, oh, a little Mae West, like, oh, hi, boys. Hi. Hi. Okay, for, I'm getting strong dad-daughter vibes in, the, in this, and maybe I'm a wizard and I'm wanting you to go down the family path, but you don't want okay. anything to do with that, okay? You want to create your own path, maybe as, I don't know, some kind of job or something. Some, some kind of job, that's Some good. kind of job that's not a wizard. Women are me. doing it for themselves, some kind of job. Listen, I don't know what you ladies are doing out there, but like you need to do some kind of job that's not, you know, ladylike, okay? You need to be an entrepreneur. Oh my god. Listen very carefully, daughter. No daughter of mine will not be a wizard. But Dad, I just don't like being a wizard and it's like too much work. Listen, in, in the Gray family, there is only one path, and that is the path of a wizard. But like, I don't even look like a wizard. Like, my hair is like a regular color, and it seems like I should have like a regular career and have like a job or something. Like, it's 2020, like women are doing like regular things now, you know? It will go gray in due time, but now you're just a child. Listen to me very carefully. Gwendolyn, you must listen to your father. I'm listening. You just take really long pauses between your sentences, so it's like I want to talk in those pauses. I'm trying to be more epic with you. Is that possible? 
When we don't, I, I don't need to be up if, if I'm going to do nails for a living or something. No daughter of mine will do nails. You need to follow in the gray steps of Gandalf. What if I, okay, so what if I, this idea for you, what if I opened a nail salon and then in the nail salon we use sorcery to do the nails? Very peculiar. I've never thought of combining you know? the two. It's it's very unlike like we could get the nails done faster than any other place that could do the nails, you know. You're saying improved customer service with wizardry. Exactly. See, it's like I know you just have to let me out of this box. I can't be in a box. I have a I have wizard blood, but I have a a, a year twenty twenty female empowerment in my soul, and also my accent changes sometimes. I'm a wizard. It's okay, I wasn't going to call you out on it. You're my daughter, and I love you very much. <laughs> Listen, I've never... Thank th you. I've never thought, I've never thought of combining two different things of two different worlds together. You know, a long time ago, well, not so long ago, in the future I hear that I work with hobbits and elves and dwarves and different men of Middle-earth, and... All of those people need nail care. And who better to go to than Gwendolyn the Grey's nail salon? What do you think? I've, I mean, I love your spirit. I love that you're going along with everything, you know, but I feel just like that's not the greatest name. Like, usually a nail salon would have, like, you know, some kind of a pun, like a cute pun. Nail, you would sorcery, wizardry. Your family name in the name of choosing another nail salon. How dare you, Gwendolyn? Okay, you're getting really angry for no reason, and we don't need to do that. This is like not an aesthetics care, you know, kind of energy. <laughs> I'm sorry, my um, emotions got the best of me. It's fine. It's what fine. Would, what, would, oh. what would you call it, Gwendolyn? What would you call it? I mean, can you just maybe list some things from your, the, your wizard world, and then we'll think, think of things in the nail care world that rhyme with them. Okay, perfect. Uh, there's a wizard's staff. There's wizard's beards. There's, staff isn't uh, good because it reminds me of a staff infection. It's true. If you have staff in the title of a nail salon, you do think of staff infection. That is rather complicated, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, uh, there are spells. There's magic. There's wizardry. There is uh, dark arts. There are, uh, let's see, <laughs> um, many things, actually. Ah, uh, there are... Is there um, anything that would rhyme with, like, like cuticle? Cuticle... We, we, I don't know. You're I don't making I, this know. harder than it needs to be, Gwendolyn. Nothing rhymes with cuticle. It's only three syllables, Dad. I thought you were a fucking wizard. I'm you can not, think of something. I'm not a vocabulary wizard, and how dare you come at me that way with that disrespect? But specifically, what kind of wizard are you? I forgot. I haven't been paying attention my whole life. This is like an episode of Sopranos where Meadow Soprano has no idea what her father does. He was in the mafia. Everyone knows that. It's like, is she not even watching the show? Thank you. I was watching the show recently and I was like, 
Meadow, how stupid are you? It's clear your <laughs> father's a mob boss. <laughs> he even looks like one. Like if you were gonna like cast someone as a mob boss, that's exact. You would cast your dad, and I know that's kind of meta because it was cast, but like still. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a drawing of a mafia person, a caricature in a newspaper. I never <laughs> thought of that, Meadow. It's- it's almost too much. It's almost, almost too, much. too much. It almost takes you out of the show. Even though it's such a classic show, it's like, kids, how stupid are you? Yeah, it's a little weird. I, 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 my, my, I'm the kind of wizard who just speaks in different accents. It kind of slides like a chameleon, you know? I don't actually even remember the accent I was born with. Listen, you were born This is why I don't do Earth. character roles. <laughs> You were born in Middle Earth, okay? okay? The tides shifted through Europe and Pangea all along those times. A lot of people mm. have no idea where they're actually from. So your accent and your dialect changing is certainly okay with me. So um, I'm a woman of the world. You're a woman of the world. Which in current times, that means a whore. Oh. That's not well. You know that's, what? I, I, I feel like if you're a whore, you can still get your nails. That is Gandalf, your father speaking. I'm from an old school personality. An old right, school point right. of view. Right, right. Yeah, well, an old school point of view where you can't get canceled. Very well. Yes. Yes. Very well. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, maybe the name together on the next time you and I talk, but. Seems like we can't find a name for your nails alone. How about something that rhymes with acrylic? These are all three syllables, and I apologize. These are all words that have no English translation of a syllable that rhymes with that. I feel like you're just not trying hard enough, you know? How dare you say that about your father? I put in everything to fatherhood, and for you to come at me saying that I don't want my daughter's best interest at heart is just pure betrayal. You didn't put everything. I mean, you don't even know my boyfriend. I tried to introduce you to Tommy so many times, and you were like, I'm busy. I was out trying to save the world and protect the world from Mordor. Well... He didn't do a very good job, because here we are, stuck in our houses because of Mordor. Whatever you call it. Other people How are calling we call it COVID. It magic nail salon, huh? Oh, that's not bad. I've, I've seen worse. There it is. We did it. Magic nail salon. There you go, Dad. That's so much better. I'm so proud of you. All right. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a journey to attend. I must be going now. Okay. Call me. Make a nail appointment. Online booking. You got it. <laughs> I literally do not remember the accent I started with, and then it went to my cousin Vinny real fast. Me, I me, do one me, accent; it's my own. <laughs> me as an improv guy, I was I wasn't going to. I hate one of my biggest things. I hate when I used to do improv all the time was uh, in scenes when people would call you out for for dumb stuff, be like. Oh yeah! What, what happened to your <laughs> voice? I'm like, oh, what are God. you doing right now? You're ruining this scene. Just go with it. So I'm like, ah, she, she started feeling the character a little bit more. Started, listen, Dad, I'm gonna open my own nail salon, okay? 
<laughs> well, once I knew who she was, you know, that's why I felt that she would talk like that. Also, it's extremely hard to open your mouth as wide as the first ac- uh, accent asked of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you have to, uh, yeah, really get in there. Really lo- loosen it up. There's like two accents I can do well and the rest are shit. That's why I'm a stand up comedian. I used to do improv back in the day, but then I was like, I'm good. Uh, it, it, it's good. interesting you either you either double down with improv or you get your you you get your fix you know what i mean like, yeah i, I mean i learned I'm, I'm glad i did it i learned from it like i completed the entire upright citizens brigade program into 601 like passed on the first try and everything like i understood the skills but i just like felt like i wasn't gonna get I felt like I wasn't going to, I like I plateaued and I, and I wasn't going to get any better. And I was dating someone at the time who was like fucking real good at it. So I think that probably made me question my talents too. Yeah. It's always interesting. There's so many different skill levels in those classes. Like I would, I would do improv with people who were literally lawyers who had no desire to do improv. They're like, yeah, I'm right. my, my public speaking and my confidence. I'm like, okay, well, right. we're in this for two very, uh, this is, this is the career path I'm trying to go down. And, and that's like somebody just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do your little thing for the day. I know. I hate when people do that, but Whatever they have, I guess lawyers need to have a little fun too, right? They gotta blow off the steam. By the way, I talked to Christina <laughs> about this. You were great in her short. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah, Thank you. It, was, it was super. I told her it was super cool to see um, a bunch of buddies just act. You know what I mean? Like just in a different medium. It's it's like really refreshing to see that because you know we only get to see each other do our each other's. We watch each other's sets from the back of comedy clubs and and sometimes not the best conditions when, you know, waitresses or whatever going by or like you're trying to prep your set so you don't get the full, you don't get the full experience. You know what I mean? It's kind of a lot in passing. Like you catch a joke, like, ha, that was funny. And then you're thinking of your set and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's cool to see you do that. Thank you. Yeah, it's like I've spent a lot of time studying other parts of like entertainment and i mean i worked as a talent manager i did acting for a long time i still act but like i prefer to do stand-up i don't like i i'm so selective about the kind of things that i let my agents set me out for i'm like no sitcoms i have a hard (laughs) no sitcoms rule and everyone's like well that's what most comedians want to do and i go not me think something else not in sorry Listen, I don't want to be on a sitcom, okay? I don't want to <laughs> stand there and just be like, yeah, mom, yeah, sorry, dinner was gross, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that was the original. We just went back to the original accent. No. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no, I want. I don't want to be a wizard. Magic Uh Let's get into this uh, next segment uh, real quick. It's called fanning out. Fanning out. Okay. I reached the internet. They reached right back. I said, "Ask oh, I, Corinne." I saw some reaching. questions. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. saw there were some reaches, which I appreciate that reaches. you responded to some. I, I specifically don't tag my guests in those posts because sometimes uh, people are dumb and they'll write like dumb stuff. But you were like battling some of the troll comments, which I appreciate. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Like I love I, it. Like that was like really enjoyable to me and really refreshing because I try to just ignore all that that kind of stuff. But like when people do it well, like you're doing, I was like. This is awesome. 
Yeah, you can also, I mean, it's a good way. I, I, I'm, I'm out there. I got the time during quarantine. You can gain fans if you battle the trolls correctly. And I've done that. I mean, that's what I did with all the Legion of Skanks fans. And there's so, uh, many that still hate me, but there's a lot who are like, you know what? You convinced us. <laughs> She's grown on me. She's pretty cool chick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Putting in the work. Um, uh, Cassandra Peasley on Instagram asks, how did you get your name or who named you or both? Always loved the name Corinne. Oh, that's nice. Um, my, I mean, my parents named me, they were, they worked at the, um, uh, realty company Prudential. That's how they met. Uh, and, and, uh, one of the women that they talked to, uh, in California was named Corinne because people don't know this, but Corinne is a much more popular name on the West coast than the East coast. So like, uh, in, when I'm in LA, sometimes I can find like novelty stuff with Corinne on it, but like never in the rest of the country can I find that. So that's the first time they were introduced to the name and then they just remembered it and they got married and they had a kid and they said, Hey, remember that name we liked? But I'm not like named after her. They didn't know that woman, but they just liked the name. And I like the name too. And I think it's fitting up for me. Like it's sexy enough, but it's it's also like rare, a rare name. Yeah, it, it it's cool to have a name that's not super typical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Sorry to all those bills out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean, like sometimes like someone walks in with a name and like at this, you know, and you're like, that's the best your parents could do. Do they even fucking love you? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Like sometimes people didn't even try. I'm like, come on. Like everyone gives, you know, celebrity shit when they name their kid Apple or something. But it's like, at least they tried something new. Yeah. Yeah. Put a new new spin on something. Why not? Yeah. A new spin on an old fave. Yeah, totally. Birth. Who would have thought <laughs> it? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, this one, this is a weird question, but I like it. It's at over importance. It says, what untrue rumor would you hope to have spread oh, about you post your death? Just asking. <laughs> oh, my God. Untrue rumor. God. Um... Probably something really weird, like like there. I had a bear, a body buried in my backyard, but it the it corpse couldn't be identified. Like something weird. Like so, they had no case against you or something. So they, they had, had just no let it go. case. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like I did anything. Like it's not like I committed the murder. Maybe it, maybe it looked like I was like you know helping a friend. Like I knew about the corpse, but like I didn't kill. I, I didn't kill the person to create the corpse. Right, you something were being like that. Like not a snitch, yeah. just a good friend kind of thing. You're like, I'll let you keep the body here for a bit, but you got to move it eventually. Yeah. yeah, or something kind of gross and weird. Like I was sleeping with Donald Trump, you know, and just <laughs> and just and just was hiding it from everyone. This something goes that against would, like, everything that she stands for. How could she do this to us? <laughs> I would like something that would agitate people a little bit, but keep them talking. That's kind of my vibe. <laughs> that's that's a great one. That's a great one right yeah. there. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite Street Fighter character? Flash kick bra ass on Instagram. Fuck. I meant to I meant to look this up because I haven't played. Wait. Oh wait. Street Fighter is different than Mortal Kombat. I was looking. I was gonna Google these characters. I don't know. I'm. I don't, I'm not sure. I know what this is. <laughs> Oh, anymore. So, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I, oh, wait, I think, what's the different? Oh, 
Oh, it's just it's just another fighting thing. Yeah, I never played Street Fighter. I only played Mortal Kombat, so I don't know the characters. Okay, so who's do you have a, a favorite Mortal Kombat character? Then we'll we'll sh- we'll shift that. And Blanca is my favorite Street Fighter character, by the way. Mortal Kombat characters. I had to look at. I have to look at pictures. I don't know names because I was like, I know if I look at them, if I can pick one. The classics are like oh Raiden, Serena, Scorpion. Serena. Oh, Serena was good. Serena was. I good. always picked like a powerful chick. I always pick a powerful chick, and and then my friends would always be like, "But this person has this thing that he does, and this thing that he does," and then they're like, "You're never gonna win with the woman," and I was like, "I don't care. I'm either gonna lose as a woman or win as a woman. There's no other choice." <laughs> And and I feel like you've kept that mentality your entire life. You're like, I'm I I'm have. A, I I'm a woman. Here we hear me roar. Let's do this thing. Win or Absolutely. lose. I'm here till the finish. Yes. That's a, I'd rather, that's a good I'd rather go down as myself. Yeah. I wanna if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down as my fucking self. I mean, that's that's just a good life tip for anybody in general, regardless of gender or whatever. If it's a job or anything, it's just like do you and see that to the fullest. Doesn't matter what other people think. I'm doing me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel and I feel all the time being me, but I don't care. It's good. I fail all the time being me. And I pick myself up and just like Chumba Wumba, I get back up again. And you're never <laughs> going to keep me down, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Not a chance. I'm not going to listen to that as soon as we stop recording on my Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> I like just like, go back to the accent. <laughs> play Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Alongside uh, playing Tom Thumper. <laughs> oh God, it lit up. I always forget that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I had that on cassette and CD. It's great. Yes, of course. It's f- fantastic. I had it on uh, definitely one of the uh, now that's what I call musics for sure. Ooh, I love those. I have now that's that's what I call Christmas, and I'm like, ugh, hit after fucking hit (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of it's a surprising amount you go back and listen to them is like yeah this is this is solid good times yeah you forget how many people made great christmas songs oh love it (laughs) yeah i mean mariah carey though she corners the market as far as pop songs go for christmas the amount of times that they play all i want for christmas is you around the holidays is pretty mind-blowing or in movies or romantic comedies that's true <laughs> people people fucking lose their mind like when that starts playing i like smell rose it's such like it's become like like a basic bitch anthem it's like all depressed and everything and then and then you wake up from bed and then like, everyone's like I don't what is that rose what is <laughs> is that is that love is that f- friends is that holiday cheer okay mariah let's go <laughs> Oh my god! It's so funny. I was watching it. I I, so I follow the Spice Girls hashtag on Instagram because I'm I have absolutely no life and I love the Spice Girls. Um, and I there was this old interview I watched recently where the, the Spice Girls just came out and this um guy was asking Mariah Carey about them. Um, and she was obviously like very insecure and threatened by them. And so she's sitting on a couch and she's like, "Well, I haven't." I haven't really listened to anything by them, but I wish them well. And she goes like, like, she's like I hope they're good. They're, I wish them well. I wish them success. And it's like, first of all, Mariah, how the fuck have you not heard Wannabe? It's like the most played, one of the most played songs of all time. Yeah. And it was so, it was, and it was so cunty. But like, even though I love the Spice Girls so much, I was like, this is classic Mariah. And I appreciate that she always is who she is. Right. <laughs> Just Some- extra. 
Somebody actually asked Lindsay Hallman on Instagram, uh, you said once that uh, You'll Be There is the best technical Spice Girls song, but what is your favorite? Um, first of all, the title is Say You'll Be There, not You'll Be There, Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm doing a quote from Instagram. I'm reading. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Okay. <laughs> My favorite song is also Say You'll Be There because that's the right answer. It's like, this is, it's like a math problem. Like there's a right answer and a wrong answer. And the correct answer is say you'll be there. And I don't know why everyone, everyone keeps asking me, like there's going to be a different answer and there won't be. There's not. There's only one square It's also the best music video they made. (laughs) (laughs) There are other good songs. That's the best one though. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into this last segment. It is called Sax Talk. You have a lot of weird skills. (laughs) I'll take it. I will take it. (laughs) I try. I try. But this is one that I'm on a variety hour. (laughs) I mean, that's that's the goal of the show. It's a weird variety improv sketch show. Who knows what it is? I mean, we talked about. A wizard nail salon for like 10, 10 minutes on this show. You never know what you're going to get. Perfect. Uh, so Corinne is going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax along with her. Whenever you're ready, Corinne, I will follow you along. All right. So uh, I was, this, this story actually takes place in Los Angeles, California. And uh, I was uh, driving around with my friend who is male and is a comedian. (laughs) And uh, we wanted to do something, but everything in Los Angeles closes really early, even though you guys like to pretend it's the best city out of the two options for best city. And um, and uh, it was yeah. So drinking was over, and this is someone who I hadn't had sex with ever, uh, but was attractive, is attractive. So I thought, well, that's an option to do something. So after driving around aimlessly for a while, truly as friends, uh. I was like, hey, do you want a blowjob? And uh, we didn't want to go back to his place because it seemed too formal. And I don't have a place because I don't live in Los Angeles. (laughs) And uh, if... uh, I, I believe I couldn't go back to my Airbnb because my comedy partner, Christina, was there. <laughs> so we pulled into the parking lot of a laundromat that was closed. <laughs> and uh, then he reclined his chair and I gave him a blowjob. <laughs> And that's how you create something to do in Los Angeles. 
The city that closes so early, you gotta blow people you really didn't want to. And then afterwards, I noticed that Fat Sal's was across the street. <laughs> and I had heard about that, but I had never eaten there. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is a, one of the places in Los Angeles where you can get real food, not like avocado and wheatgrass and a piece of sourdough bread, which is a bread that's popular on the West Coast, but not the East Coast, even though I think that is the best bread. So after he came, I was like, bitch, get me a sandwich. (laughs) And he did, and I ate it right in front of him. And it was great. (laughs) Amazing. Blowjob in a sandwich story. Does it get better than that? It's a, it's a it's a short, sweet L.A. classic. It really is. I love it. And you know, it's funny. I know exactly where that fat sal's is that you're talking about. So I had a very <laughs> strong visual <laughs> during, during this story. I was like, I know exact. I know exactly where that blowjob took place. Wow, this is okay. Cool. You know what? It's you know that's what I love about comedy. Where at least comedy for me is like. You can give your friend a you can give your friend a fun uh, a fun pre sandwich blowjob and things are still the same between you. Can I just say I don't have friends like you? <laughs> well, you're married. You're married. I know. I know. Also- I don't have friends like that. They're like, you know what? You could go for a sandwich and I could go for a blow. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> we both got what we wanted that day. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it was Corinne, beautiful. Thank you so much for doing the pod. Uh, where can people find you on social media and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm at Philanthropy Gal on all social media because no one can spell my name correctly. So that's a word in the dictionary. And uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. And then I have two podcasts. Guys, we fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast with Christina Hutchinson. It's exclusive to Luminary now, but there's like six and a half years of archive anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then, of course, I have the new Without a Country uh, podcast, which is kind of roasting the news from the perspective of the extreme right and the extreme left. That's with Joe DeRosa. And that's on Gas Digital uh, Tuesdays, but then comes out everywhere you listen to podcasts on Saturdays. That's awesome. You are, you're a freaking podcast queen and you have been for a long time. So I appreciate you gracing me with your presence today and I had a blast <laughs> riffing with you. And uh, this was so fun. Yeah. Uh, I hope to see you soon, uh, either in New York or at a festival or, or somewhere when all this craziness ends. And uh, yeah, we'll kick it there. Thanks so much for doing the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. That was a blast. I hope you guys had a blast with me. Reach out to me on social media at Jeremiah Standup. If you like the episode, tag Corinne as well. Love sharing that stuff. Send your listener art to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Love reposting that stuff on the social medias and whatnot. And also send me some kindness challenge letters. I've been missing that segment and doing that uh, 
do something nice for somebody. Do it for a stranger. It doesn't matter who you do it for. Uh, just do it out of the kindness of your heart. I'd love to hear about it and share your story on this podcast. You may notice that some of the podcast episodes have been a little bit shorter lately. I have uh, some cool projects coming up that I'm very excited to share with you guys once I'm able to talk about that. But uh, uh, I want to keep doing the podcast, obviously, but they're a little bit smaller doses uh, while we are in this um kind of weird Zoom era of the podcast, uh, doing it remotely. But I'm super grateful for Corinne doing the show and all the guests who have been doing it remotely in New York and surrounding while we get through all these crazy times. Stay safe, stay healthy, kiss your loved ones, and be in the moment. I love you guys. Have a great day.